What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. All right, welcome back to this episode for the second time. Not that anyone else will know that, but we actually hit record this time. It was such a great intro. Man, it was masterful, so I'm going to just kind of, I'm sure I'm going to mess it up this time, but... Uh, we're we're going to do a, a, a follow up. Uh, we just finished our uh, series on the four keys required for successful and sustainable change, uh, and of course we did a deep dive into the four A words and uh, awareness, acceptance, ability, and action. Uh, but today we're just going to kind of ask some questions that um, will make space to bring some closure uh, to each each one of those keys. And uh, so I'll just go ahead and ask the first question: uh, How does awareness present itself? That's a great question. And, you know, it can present itself in a number of different ways. We can have an aha moment, kind of an epiphany of sorts, if we're the type that will occasionally take time to reflect and think about the state of the life that we are living and is it what we want or whatever. And we might have a moment where we go, you know, if I change this, this would make a big difference. It it could come that way. Mm-hmm. Um, with my wife's journey, her health journey started with a physical injury. She tore the meniscus in her knee um, and she became aware she was going to have to make some changes if she ever really wanted to rehab that knee well and not limp for the rest of her life. Uh, she right. came to the conclusion and the awareness, I need to lose weight so that I'm not going to keep damaging this knee. Right. Uh, so her awareness came through a, an event, like an injury. Um, another way that awareness can come is maybe someone significant in our life calls us out and says, this needs to change. Uh, they may, they may have a, it may be confrontational or an intervention of some sort, uh, or maybe our spouse, uh, someone we are a relationship we're in that's important to us. We realize that if we don't make some changes, Right, we're damaging the relationship. Now there are people for a lot of different reasons who, no matter how many signs they're given, right? I think I think it's called narcissism. Uh, I've been there. It's it's everybody else. It's not me. I'm fine. Um, and absolutely, they, they that's the hardest breakthrough of awareness sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, or I, maybe I should say this way: it takes much more dire consequences or situations to create the awareness sure. more severe. Sure. Um, Others who are already more self-aware, moments, light, inference, and so forth, they might catch it, pick up on it, uh, and then there's the whole scale. So an injury could do it, an event, uh, someone coming to you and saying, you're hurting me, this relationship is not going well, something needs to change. Um, And honestly, our willingness to think about that will probably give us some insight into the value we -hmm. place on Mm -hmm. that relationship at that time. Uh, So awareness can happen in a number of different ways. But one way that we can trigger it is by asking ourselves questions. Probing questions. Yeah. You can ask them of yourself. Right. Uh, what 
what would my life look like if I made some changes? And what would those changes be? Or what would they need to be? Mm-hmm. What's going on right now? Am I happy with my health? Am I happy with my finances? Am I happy with the way I handle my finances? Am I happy with my job? Am I happy right. with the position that I'm in or whatever? Those kinds of self-reflection questions, right. uh, taking a moment or moments to just ponder it. And how would my life improve? What what would make my life better? And and avoid allowing it be if so-and-so weren't in it, if so-and-so were, <laughs> or if right, those yeah. people would just do what I want, the world would be great. Not, we're talking about what could you need to change? What could you have control of? Because here's the reality. You got control over one thing. Mm-hmm. You. That's it. And that's it. That's it. So, I mean, you can exert pressure and threat and all of that. But ultimately, those people still have choices that they get to make. So, And you can't control that. You can control you. So keep the focus of those questions inward to you. Mm-hmm. What can I change that would make my life better or more like the life I would like to have? So that, that, that reflecting, probing question, that's another way that awareness. And sometimes it's somebody's statement. Somebody says something and it triggers a moment of that kind of reflection. Right. You know, I think for you, you said that Dina said something to you about depression. It triggered your thought process of what? And then you realized that yep. maybe your definition of that was not the only definition. Yeah, she said it a that. lot. Yeah. <laughs> so the reality is... Uh, Patiently. Yeah. But consistently. I, I, hope, I hope that I'm answering this question well, but it, the truth is there are a number of ways that awareness presents itself. Right. Uh, I think the the greatest way or the least painful way is when we take regular moments of self-reflection and ask ourselves probing questions. Mm-hmm about our life, our quality of life or relationships or jobs or whatever. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. But if not, circumstances will usually come around. Events will occur uh, that, and they might increase in severity before we take note of what's the classic health issue. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, I just had a heart attack. Thank God I'm alive, but now I got to change everything. So you're giving us permission ultimately to talk to ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to yourselves before things get worse. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, if you won't, I'm listen, very healthy. If, then, if you won't listen to yourself, why should anybody else listen no, to you? I'm saying, you know what I mean. So awareness is one of those things. It is the beginning. Yeah, no one changes anything that they're unaware right. of its need to be changed. Right, right. Okay. Well, thank you for that one. Let's uh, we'll move on to the next one uh, for acceptance. What do you do when realizing uh, this is why? Who who wrote these questions? I hate to say it, Ben, but you did. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Try again. <laughs> um, what do you do when you realize you're dodging uh, acceptance by blaming and complaining? Yeah. Right. We talked about it in the episode on right. acceptance, right? That's, that, this that is this my is... own block because I'm, 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 you saw it. I'm you blaming. Just, you blamed some other right? unknown that, person. Right. And then I started complaining about it. Yeah. Some unknown person who it, had no access to the phone mm-hmm. that you're looking at these notes to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. I Whoops. told you, though, here's the thing. Here's the reality. Everybody does this. It's a human thing. It's, a, it's almost a default response. Clearly. When things aren't going the way we want them to, or something you know presents itself that we were unprepared for, or we don't like. Um, but so I'm saying that to say, 
it's it's gonna happen. You're mm-hmm. gonna do it. You're you're, oh, yeah. you're going to blame, be tempted to blame and complain. The key is that you catch it. The key is when you notice it happening that you stop it. And the way you stop it is remind yourself, I'm the only one who can own the responsibility for this yeah. change. Right. Yeah, yeah. So in a separate training that I do and so forth, I talk about pitfalls, right? There are pitfalls that we can avoid if we know they're there, but there are some common pitfalls when we're going through seasons of change, mm-hmm. transitional seasons and so forth. Right. And one of them, you can remember it by the simple acronym ICE. They are isolation, comparison, and excuses. Ooh. So if we isolate and we don't have anybody speaking into our lives, um, that that's a problem. Right. Because then we start to believe I'm the only one. Nobody else has it the way I have it. I've got it worse than anyone's ever had right. it in the history of time. You know, and I'd start drawing all kinds of weird conclusions uh, and and strange uh, viewpoints and perspectives. And I don't have anyone balancing me if I isolate. Right. The the second one of comparison, man, we all do this. Well, I, I'm 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 doing better than he is, or I'm doing better right. than she is, mm-hmm. or wow, they're doing so much better with this than I am. And then we so we either get arrogant or we get discouraged mm-hmm. when you compare. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I really want to zero in on the E, the excuses part. I'm also a master at that. So. Well, here's the thing: there are always reasons for why things are the way they are. Right. There are always reasons, and these reasons may be extremely valid. They may not even be your fault on any level. Right. It's not reasons. my fault I messed up that question and you were rushing me earlier. So. I beg to differ. Okay. So, um, good good segue into this point, though. The, yeah. the whole idea is when we take, when we allow ourselves to take reasons and use them to excuse ourselves for our own responsibility in this change, that's a huge pitfall. That's a problem. That will derail right. us quickly. Mm-hmm. And so, it, but we have to become sense. aware of it. So again, just like in everything, awareness starts everything. When you become aware that your tendency is to blame and complain, you have to let that awareness lead you to where you accept responsibility for not allowing that right. to go forward. So when you notice it or someone else says, man, you're griping a lot. Mm-hmm. Or you're complaining, I thought you wanted to do this. Right, you, yeah, you, yeah. You take those cues and you go, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I won't allow the reasons to become an excuse. Right. Right? It doesn't negate the fact that there are reasons. And they may be out of your control and you couldn't do anything about them. But when you take those reasons and turn and use them as an excuse to separate yourself from any right. responsibility, you've derailed yourself on your process of change. So I think when you, you we just have to learn to hear it. Sure. We have to learn to catch it. We're all going to do it. We mm-hmm. all do it. Mm-hmm. So we have to remind ourselves, wait a minute. This change is going to really benefit me. I'm the only one who can take responsibility for it. And we re-accept. We, in other words, we, we re-up. Mm-hmm. So I'm re-enlisting for this because I know it's hard. It's difficult. I'm whining. I'm going to stop that because that's not getting me anywhere. Um, I'm going to hit pause on that. And I'm going to focus back on why I'm doing this to start with. I dig it. I dig it. I couldn't say it, but I I, I do dig it. Couldn't type it either. Right, well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In regards to ability, how do you get past the mental, emotional, and spiritual blocks that can limit your ability to move forward? Yeah, this is a this is a big one because I don't know anyone who doesn't have those. On I have some them all. level, yeah. But it, most of us do. Yeah. Um, it can come from how we were raised. It can come from our school years. It can come through 
uh, our work history or our relationship history or whatever, um, our, our church history. You know, I say this all the time too. We all come with baggage. Our families helped us pack it. That includes our church family, mm. right? So we, we all have this stuff. Um, God bless our families. <laughs> yes, that is a prayer that we yeah. should be praying, actually. So when we talk about these blocks, I think we used the illustration in that episode um, of someone wanting to go into the health working field or whatever, mm-hmm. um, got all the training, were good, passed all the tests, but couldn't stand the sight of blood. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, a, that's a mental block. It's a showstopper. Yep. That pretty much puts a halt on that unless they can find a way around it. So what often happens when we encounter a block, one is to recognize it for what it is, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people mistake boundaries for obstacles. They're not the same thing, uh, yeah. right? Boundaries are there to keep us moving in the direction that we've determined we want to go. Uh, and we set those boundaries, They're like guardrails on the yep. highway, a bridge going over a, a valley or something. Uh, obstacles or right. roadblocks are different things. So we're talking about a roadblock, not a boundary. Yes. We're talking about something that's in the way that we have to either go over, under, around, or through, right? Right. So the best way to do that is ask for help. Right. And this is the thing where everybody gets hung. Uh, and we've talked about this on this podcast, like with mental health, for example. The stigma often keeps people from owning their stuff. It keeps them from saying, I need to address this. Right. It, it keeps them from actually doing anything about their situation because of either the stigma of it, the shame of it, or whatever. But here is the reality. Everyone needs help. Right. Everyone. And here's another reality. There are plenty of people out there who are willing to help. Um, they just need to know that you need help. Absolutely. So there are all kinds of things out there. You, maybe there's a mentor, someone you look up to, a friend, a close friend, someone you trust. Uh, it could be your spouse. It could be uh, you know anyone that you trust and you're willing to be vulnerable with and say, you know, I'm hitting this. I keep hitting this block. Uh, on some issues, maybe you need professional people involved in that. You may right. need a, a therapist or a licensed counselor to help mm-hmm. you process why is that mental block there and help you break it down so it doesn't impede you any further. If it's spiritual, you may need to talk to a pastor or a group mm-hmm. leader or, or someone that you can get some some counsel, some advice, or some insight from them right. on how you can overcome that. If it's emotional, you may need to walk through some some healing in your brain and in your heart from wounds from the past, things you're still dragging with you right. from previous yeah. experiences. And here's how here's how you can know, Ben, if you're well. <laughs> we, we, our brains are great. They they do not forget things that happen to us. They don't. Of course not. And we hear it all the time. Forgive and forget. Not, not, not even a yet. possible thing. Yeah. So now, now you might forget, but it's for different reasons. Sure. It's just because you're old like me. Right, yeah. But, the, but the reality yeah. is that when you do remember it, if you are teleported back in time to the same emotion of that moment, right, you're not well. <laughs> so ah, yeah, this, yeah. it's a great indicator. You're going to have the memory. But you'll right. know you've processed through the emotional element of it when you're not transported back in time. 
Sure. So if you yeah, like when you were were you talking to the people and they're like they're telling you something that happened two three years ago and they get animated yeah and they're all like they're just as angry yeah just as angry or just as tearful I can't believe that yeah you could see their countenance changing and everything they are reliving this event this happened three hours ago three years ago calm down exactly yeah that's that's just a helpful indicator that if I still have all that emotion all that intensity over that memory. I probably have some emotional blocks that I need to address. And again, yeah. we need to be able to find help. Sometimes it's just having somebody, a close friend that I can just talk to and say, hey, what? am I crazy or what? Help me. Speak right. into this. Um, and Or I may need a professional yeah. to help me get through it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but these blocks are important to deal with because they, they'll jump up. They're, they're like trap doors of sorts. They, they, you're going along, you think you're doing well, and then boom. Here you hit one, mm-hmm. and and you're like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna be able to do this. So sometimes it's stuff that you've told yourself. Yeah. Sometimes it's stuff other people have said to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that form these kinds of blocks, and we got to get past them if we're going to make successful and sustainable change, and if we're going to acquire the ability that we need. One of the things that undermines that ability are these blocks. Right. Absolutely. All right. So. Rounding the bin into the fourth key of action, if you would, for us, please uh, just speak to the importance of having uh, the right support system uh, to sustain your plan of action. Yeah, that's that's a great question it, it, that that we have to answer, and that is, who am I allowing to speak into my process? Right. Right. I heard someone. I'd give them credit if I remember who I heard it. Um, I'm not, so I'm saying this up front. It's not original to me, but I'm unable to tell you exactly who I heard this from. But that, I'm not going to hold that is, against you. Um, never take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. Okay. I think that's brilliant. I think that's Absolutely, genius. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think that, yeah. um, we hear criticism and sometimes it's coming from people close to us or, people who've been around us. Maybe we've been struggling with the need to change this for a long time. Sure. And so they don't believe we can do it. And so rather than being encouragement uh, to us, they can actually be very discouraging to right, us. Yeah. And that's how, you can't eliminate all of that because some of them happen within our families and you can't just cut them off. Uh, well, people do that, but you, well, it's yeah. not a good thing to do. You shouldn't, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so the, the issue of who's speaking in, who do you have around you? That you've, one, been vulnerable enough to say, I'm making this change. Right. I want it. I'm owning it. I'm doing everything I can to acquire the ability to do it. And I've got a plan and a process I'm implementing to get it done. Right. You need people who are on your side for that. Who who are not going to just blow smoke your way uh, and say, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Or just sit on the sidelines and randomly cheer you. You need people who will come alongside, hey, you're doing good. I notice this. Right. I see progress. You, you need to have that right system. Something else that I share uh, with people in seasons of change or transitional seasons or they're making some kind of change is there, there are three choices that you're going to make that are really, really important. One is the path that you take. Right. So that fits in here because we're talking about actions. What's your plan? What what route are you going to take? The, the other is the load you carry. We just got through talking about these mental, emotional, spiritual blocks. 
what are you dragging with you that you don't need? What's weighing you down? Right. So, so you get to choose the path you take. You get to choose the load you carry. But this one's important. The company you keep. Uh-oh. You get to choose who is going to be the predominant voices in your head. Right. Who, who's going to be? So you can't eliminate them all, but you can diminish them. And you can make sure you look for those other voices to reinforce. And one of the most important voices you need to pay attention to is yours. Right. What are you telling yourself? Yeah. I mentioned the author, John Acuff, a while back. He has a book out called Soundtracks that I, I highly recommend. It's, it, and he uses the term soundtracks for those loop thoughts that are playing in our head all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And how some of them are broken, yeah. right? And so they're they're undermining our ability to accomplish things that we want to do, uh, would like to do. Uh, and he talks about how you have to break those soundtracks, get, take those broken soundtracks and replace them with new ones. Um, and it's important that your own voice in your head is right. going to be your greatest voice to deal with. So you can ask yourself, if you've got this thing playing in your head, if this if this thought process keeps going on in your brain, you need to ask yourself, is this helping me? Right. Yeah. Is, is this encouraging me? Uh-huh. Is, this, is this an ally in what I'm trying to do? And if not, you need to identify it and label it. That's a broken soundtrack. Okay. It, and it may begin to reveal some lie you believed about yourself. Now, listen, when people lie to us, that's a problem. But a bigger problem yeah. is when we're lying to ourselves. Lies we tell ourselves. Well, I'm, all, I'm also really good at that. Well, I think humans are, <laughs> right? So right. it's it's one of the things. Here's the deal. It goes back to this awareness. If we're not aware that that's a problem, we don't address it. So hopefully one of the things we're accomplishing and talking about this, we're bringing some awareness right. to some of these things. that Hey, you can actually change this. Right. There, there's hope. You're not stuck. You don't have to be in this loop of stuff you've told yourself or others have told you, you you can make some choices here. And that is really, really important. So I would say, in answer to the original question, the system of support you have around you is significant. And it, it you may have to search it out. Maybe there's no one. But if you can find at least one friend who will encourage you and, and say, hey, I'm praying with you about that. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, Right. Uh, hey, you can come talk to me about that. Or, or I will purpose that when I see progress in this area, I will come and make you aware of it. I'll tell you that I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you need that kind of support because otherwise, those outside voices that are negative strengthen the broken soundtracks in your own head. Mm, mm-hmm, they just mm-hmm. confirm them. They they authorize them to continue to play. Yeah, there's nothing speaking <clears throat> against it. So Exactly. So. That just kind of quickly go back over that, that you get to choose the path you take, what plan of action, what process you're going to engage in. You get to choose that. Mm-hmm. And you get to choose what you're dragging with you, what what's the load you carry. You right. get to choose that because you can unpack that stuff if you own it. Right. And then the third thing is the company that you keep, mm-hmm. who you allow, who is going to get have permission and authority to speak to you in this process. And it doesn't mean you're rude. It doesn't mean you say, I'm never talking to you or I can't. Right. But I have to minimize those voices and increase those that help me have the right soundtracks playing in my head. There, John Acuff, I've given you a whole lot of soundtrack recognition there, buddy. Absolutely. And we uh, we look forward to the sponsorship opportunities from him in the future. <laughs> so, uh. Well, Ben, just let's kind of sum this thing up a little bit. And that is, we've been talking about 
for the last several episodes. The four A words. Yeah, the four keys to successful and sustainable change. And we redefine that as being totally different than just making a resolution based on an arbitrary calendar date. Yeah. These things work any time of the year. I think I coined the phrase calendar neutral. Oh, gosh. I think yeah. I did. These things are- <laughs> No, you did. They're, they, you these did. things are it's calendar yours. neutral. Yeah. Anytime you determine across the course of the year that you need to make a change or some change is put on you to be made, right. you know, whatever way that happens- these are the four things that will really help you make successful and sustainable change, whether as an individual or as a leader or owner of a business company, organization, or a team. Here they are, one final time. Right. Awareness and all the levels of it, from simple basic recognition that there is a need for change to an understanding of how that change matters and why it matters to you, as well as developing the ultimate desire to says, I want this change to occur. So I get buy-in on that. The second one is acceptance. Gets ignored by a lot of people. We skip yep. over this one and it undermines us. And that is that I have to own this change. I have to accept the responsibility for it, embrace it and own it. Yep. And not allow myself to fall into the trap of blaming and complaining. I need to remember, I'm the one. I own this. This is, this is mine. I'm going to do this so that I don't excuse myself with the reasons that might be valid, but right. I don't turn them and make them excuses. And then that third one, ability. I may need resources. I may need information. I may need a new skill set. Or as we were just talking about, I might have some mental, spiritual, or emotional blocks that are hindering me, and I may need to get some help from a friend, from a minister, from a counselor, or a therapist. Right, I, yeah. may, I may need help to break through those blocks. And then finally, action. Not activity, not just being busy, yes, but actionable steps that I can take that move me closer to my desired end. I want to have an actionable plan. It's rigid enough that I can't ignore it or avoid it, right. but it's flexible enough if new information presents itself, it can adapt. And we need to be able to do that. But I also need that system of support around me, but I want to measure progress. And that's the other reason I want that system of support. They will help me identify. If I start getting down about something, I'm not sure. And they say, I can tell. I see the I see the progress. Sometimes we need that outside input to remind us, okay, yeah, you're right. I am making progress. Does I, I lost track of that. I wasn't noticing. But have something measurable, an actionable plan that you can measure your progress and celebrate that progress so you stay engaged in the process. So this has been fun for me. I've really enjoyed talking oh, yeah, about these things. It's been great. I'm hoping that it's been helpful to our listeners, to the audience. Um, and, you know, this, these are things that I say this quite often, I realize, but these are human things. Yeah. You know, it, the fact that you may be struggling with making a change or the fact that you may hit, be hitting some of these blocks doesn't make you a bad person. It's not, no, it it's makes not, you a person. It makes you a person. That's correct. So hopefully not a word person, a person. Yeah. Not a word. Yeah. That, that was interesting. Yeah. So Ben, I so appreciate you uh, kind of facilitating this discussion and these questions today, hopefully uh, are helpful to other people as we've tried our best to give some answers to them. Absolutely. This has been a great way to do uh, kick off the new year and, uh, and, and talk about how a new year, new you can actually come about. We just want you to stick with us uh, for our next episode, WTF. Welcome to February. Boom. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. 
and what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear, what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at divergentsense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.